0: Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read from Nehemiah chapter 6, starting in verse 15 and going to verse 19. And just to, again, recap where we've been in this story, you've been hearing a fair bit about Nehemiah's adversaries and critics. He's dealing with criticism. He's dealing with critics trying to sabotage and derail the work of rebuilding the wall in Jerusalem. Uh, they tried threatening him, undermining their work, telling lies, discouraging the people, distracting Nehemiah, And all the workers, but Nehemiah and the people stayed focused on the task God gave them. And finally, the project is coming to a close. And so let's pick it up in verse 15 of Nehemiah 6. So on October 2, the wall was finished, just 52 days after we had begun. When our enemies and the surrounding nations heard about it, they were frightened and humiliated. They realized this work had been done with the help of our God. During those 52 days, many letters went back and forth between Tobiah and the nobles of Judah, for many in Judah had sworn allegiance to him because his father-in-law was Shekaniah, son of Ara, and his son Jehohanan was married to the daughter of Meshulam, son of Barakiah. They kept telling me about Tobiah's good deeds, and then they told him everything I said, and Tobiah kept sending threatening letters to intimidate me. One thing I love about this section of the story, it feels like the turn of a tide, right? Not only is the wall completed, Nehemiah's critics seem to be defeated, and they know it. This passage, in this passage, we see a change in how Nehemiah's adversaries and critics act and respond now that the work has been completed. The wall's done. The walls up. The gates are up. It's time to celebrate. But Nehemiah's critics and adversaries have been silenced because of their success. Once Nehemiah's God given vision of rebuilding the city walls were realized, These once cocky critics and adversaries lost their courage and they lost their confidence because they recognized that God was behind the project they were trying to stop, the rebuilding of the city walls. It wasn't just Nehemiah. It was God at work. Pastor and author Andy Stanley writes this when talking about this kind of an issue. He says, nothing silences critics like a vision that's brought to completion. If God is the source of your vision, the day will come when even your harshest critics will have a difficult time explaining away what he has done through you. It's hard to argue with success. It's even more difficult to argue with divine success. I love that. That's a great Perspective when facing difficulty and criticism. This story reminds us to not get sidetracked by criticism and opposition when we believe we are following the direction and burden and nudging of God. Ultimately, we don't answer to our critics and adversaries. They may want you to think that you have to answer to them but the one you're accountable to is the one who invited you to join him in his work. Nehemiah's critics recognized that the work was done because God was behind it. I love that. Nehemiah's job was to simply be faithful and focused, and God was the one behind it all from beginning to end. I remember as a younger pastor and leader, sensing God moving the ministry I led to make some changes. And change can often be difficult. So I tried to invite others into the change process. I tried to communicate well, have a lot of meetings and conversations. But there were some folks who just hated the change and started to make it clear to me that they didn't care for me either. One time walking into a room, and having people say to me, oh, we were just talking about you. And I said, oh, I hope it was good. And they said, it wasn't. <laughs> that made me feel great. <laughs> it was one of the most difficult times in my life. Uh, I'd hear whispers of criticism. I had people who would say, you know, there's some people, these other people are not happy and they're you know, they're questioning your judgment and and then I'd ask, you know, well, who are these people? So I could speak to them and, and help them understand and connect with them. But um, they would never use their names. They said I couldn't know their names. They were just concerned. But apparently not enough to let me know who they were. Can you tell it kind of still hurts? <laughs> well, anyways, I was, I was filled with anxiety. I was getting worn down. I was starting to get depressed. I was getting sidetracked. And finally, I remember there was one day when I took a walk and I cried out to God. And I reviewed with God what I you know, was enduring, uh, what I was going through. I talked to him. I vented to him about the junk I was experiencing. Not that any of it was a surprise to him. I reviewed with him what I sensed he wanted me to do. And then I confessed that I was getting distracted. And so I determined to faithfully pour my energy into accomplishing the change. That it wasn't about me. The critics were still there, but I wasn't spending my time and energy trying to please them. I had wasted so much energy trying to please people who never wanted to be pleased. (laughs) And so I started to focus on being faithful to God's direction. And I thank God for the great results that he brought about through this change and that greatest change being in me, learning to stay focused on God's plans and projects and dreams. And I wish I could say that that's been true every time when these kind of scenarios happen, and it hasn't been. But it was a valuable lesson of staying focused, and accountable, and faithful to the one who calls us to join his work. We've been talking about critics a fair bit lately because of what Nehemiah had to go through, and these aren't constructive criticisms from people who deeply care and want you to, you know, have fresh eyes on the situation and make it better. These are people who are actively seeking to undercut the good work God wants to do in and through you. And even in this story, you know, it's it's interesting. Tobiah, one of his great adversaries, was trying to win people over to his side. He was saying one thing to one group of people and then another thing to Nehemiah. And yet Nehemiah stayed focused. He stayed true to what God called him to do. And so how about you today? Are you clear on what God has summoned you to do, to focus on? to give your life to? I mean, what's that thing that gets you heated? You know, what's that thing that gets you motivated that when you see something happening, you're like, that's not right. Or maybe it's something you see and you're like, something needs to change or, you know, holy discontent. Or, Or maybe it's something for you that you're like, if I don't Participate in this. If I don't give my life to this, if I don't give my energy to this, I will regret not taking the step to do it. I mean, so are you clear on maybe something God has been speaking to you about to join in and give your life to? And so, where have you been in the midst of that, trying to please people who may never be pleased? Do you find yourself chasing after the approval of people? who are just seeking to knock down what God's wanting to do in and through you? What's the thing God is asking you to be faithful to do or be in the face of distraction? And so today, I want to encourage you to stay true to what you sense God calling you to do. And to recognize, as Andy Stanley says in one of his books, success silences critics. Because ultimately, it's God's work, not our work. And so what's God saying to you, and what will be your response? Let's pray together. God, for those of us here today who are feeling maybe a little beat up, maybe they are discouraged, maybe they've been told they can't do that thing they feel summoned to do, whether it's take a child that needs a home into their home, To have people over for a meal because they don't feel like they're good enough. To go get that degree or participate in that career because somehow they don't measure up. Those critics, those voices, those tapes that play over and over in our lives. God, would you reformat our thinking? Would you change us by changing the way we think? Would you remind us that you are the one? Who has called us to your work. Help us to be faithful and set aside the distractions. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.